Podcast City Network. Welcome. This is the Rip Griffin Show Podcast, a baseball podcast for baseball fans of all ages. Now, here's your host, Rip Griffin. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Rip Griffin Show. Some things that have uh, changed as far as the show dynamic is concerned. So it'll be just me going forward on the show, but I'm not going to discuss any of that. But we're going to talk baseball. We're going to get back into talking baseball. We've got 10 days before opening day, which means we need to start talking about what each team is going to do in each division, how each division is going to play out. So kind of on tap for today's episode, we'll be discussing the National League West giving a preview as to who might prevail and take that division. But before we get decided into this show, please remember to subscribe to the show on all the major podcast platforms, whether it be Apple, Google, or Spotify, or you can catch us on Twitter at Rip Griffin Show. So be sure to be on the, on the lookout for that as uh, we continue to kind of change things up here on the show. But uh, today's show, like I mentioned in the open, is going to be the National League West. Now, the West is always going to be a division that we are going to have fun watching this uh, this spring and this summer. It's going to be a division that I think will be between two teams. I think we kind of know which two teams are going to prevail or going to be on on in the chase. Um, you know, it's going to be fun to watch, especially when you've got the defending World Series champion Los Angeles Dodgers in this division, and then you've got the San Diego Padres that went just you. Know, they just blew up the National League West and they brought in a lot of key free agents and, and trades as well. So they are in it to win it as well. And then you've got the Giants that are still on the rebuild, but will be looking to sort of make a splash this this season. I see the, the Giants kind of improving, uh, especially after the last couple of seasons. And then, of course, you get the Diamondbacks and the Rockies as well. Uh, the Diamondbacks, we'll kind of dive into them in just a little bit. And the Rockies, of course, we know kind of what had happened in uh, this past offseason. So with them. But uh, that's kind of the way I have the division kind of ma- matching up is you've got the Dodgers and the Padres at 1-2. I know earlier, uh, a few episodes ago, I kind of figured, and maybe I even said this on social media as well, that the Padres were going to be the team to beat in the National League West, but the Padres are going to be good, that's for sure. But the Dodgers, they still have a lot of their, their, their firepower. They've got a, brought in a couple of key players, and we'll kind of start, talk about those players that they brought in. And then, uh, you know, the Giants, Diamondbacks, and Rockies will kind of round out the end of this div, uh, this division. So it'll be exciting to see the West. I think the West, NOS, is going to be fun. If you look at the National League, the only other division that I think is going to be a lot fun to watch be the National League East. We'll kind of get into those as uh, we get closer to spring training. So that's kind of what these next few episodes are going to be leading up to opening day is we're going to kind of break down the National League, uh, American League also, and kind of talk about each one and kind of, you know, kind of predict how each division is going to fare. But first, we're going to talk about the Los Angeles Dodgers because that is the team to beat in the National League West. They are coming off a 2020 season where they did win the 2020 World Series in a 60-game truncated season. But hey, as winning the World Series is no, uh, no, no, nothing to to you know 
be disappointed about. I mean, this is a Dodger team that is really good, and they brought back a lot of firepower, especially with their pitching rotation. You know, you've got uh, Clayton Kershaw, who's going to be more like your opening day starter if it hasn't been announced already. Uh, They did bring in Trevor Bauer, and Walker Buehler is still going to be there. David Price is going to be in this rotation after opting out of 2020. And you got Julio Reyes as well, who uh, who's out out there, uh, got the last out in the 2020 World Series. So he's going to end uh, kind of uh, fill in at that the back part of that uh, rotation. But I've kind of been very hard on Trevor Bauer, and it's more of of less of given his past and his his numbers since he's been in the league especially with the Indians and the Reds, um, you know, $40 million is a lot for a pitcher. That's going to be your number two, possibly your number three. Now I'm not discrediting his ability. He is a a great pitcher and he has kind of shown this spring that he uh, has the capabilities to be a top end rotation starter. But when you've got Clayton Kershaw, who's the best they have, it's going to be hard and especially when you have a number two, possibly number three pitcher making more than Clayton Kershaw, that kind of might rub some of the rotation the wrong way. So, um, but I mean, one through five, these, these starters can go out every five days and give you solid outings, eat up innings, kind of take a little bit of the pressure off the bullpen because the bullpen is probably going to be one of the, now the Dodgers do have a very deep rotation, uh, and a very deep bullpen. So, um, uh, each can balance each other. So it'll be interesting to see how everything plays out. You know, in the bullpen, they did name Kenley Jansen as the closer to start the season. So hopefully he can get back into uh, kind of that uh, that form that we've all seen him and been accustomed to. And so the, the Dodgers did go out. They did re-sign uh, uh, Blake Trahan. Uh, they do have you know, Brad uh, Gratterall. Uh, and they did bring in, you know, Corey Knable as well. So, the bullpen is stacked. I, I love this bullpen. And then, of course, you know, they still have, you know, Corey Bellinger, Gavin Lux is going to be probably your opening day second baseman. Max Muncy is going to be in there as well. Uh, of course, you got Mookie Betts, who's probably one of the best players in baseball behind Mark Trout out there in right field. So uh, a lot of good things for the Dodgers this season. I see them taking the West uh, and definitely making another push for a uh, repeat and uh, going back to back in World Series, which is something we very rarely see in today's baseball. So um, the Dodgers will be the team to beat in the West for sure. But that doesn't, you know, you can't uh, you can't count out the Padres. The Padres are a team that this offseason went out and spent money and made moves and trades, and they did it with such finesse. Now the Padres didn't go out and trade for you know you Darvish, and they got Blake Snell. But one of the most crazy things is that they did not give any of their top picks, which is something that you don't normally see when you get a trade. So they have a lot of their top prospects in the farm system that are going to be there in the next couple of years. And they get, they did get you Darvish. They got Blake Snell and they have control of these guys for the next couple of seasons. So that's going to be fun to watch. And they didn't spend a whole lot of money. So, I mean, this rotation, like I mentioned, you still have Denelson Lamette, who uh, right now is, uh, you know, coming up, he's day to day, but you still have Joe Musgrove and Chris Paddock as well. 
So this, rota- this rotation is going to be very, very good. And then they went out and they got uh, uh, Keon Kalia and then uh, to kind of help with that bullpen. And then, then they picked up Mark Lancian and Drew Pomeranz is, is in there as well. So the bullpen and the closing spots, those are all going to be great to watch. Uh, they did pick up Jake Cronesworth, and you still have uh, you know Eric Hosmer, uh, of course, Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis. You can't talk about the Padres and not mention Fernando Tatis and his magnificent multi-million dollar, multi-year contract that he received. And the funny thing about that contract is, is that a lot of people don't know is a lot of that won't start for the next few seasons. He's going to... Uh, basically what the Padres have done has picked up his arbitration years. So he'll get one, five and 7 million in the next three years. And then his, his contract will kick in when he's making 20, 20, $24 million a year. So that's going to be exciting to have him in the mix. So for the next 13 years or so, but uh, the Padres are going to be good. They're going to be a team that uh, if the Dodgers happen to falter and they happen to lose steam in the West, the Dodgers, I mean, the excuse me, the Padres will be right there on their heels, which will mean that we could see a neck and neck race come September between these two teams. I think it's going to be an awesome, awesome showing when uh, as we get closer to uh, October baseball. So, the Padres are going to be the team to watch. Uh, I, I would not count them out. It's um, that's me. One of those things that they will definitely give the Dodgers a run for their money. That's for sure. So, Dodgers and Padres one two going into uh, this season in the West. So, kind of the, one of the other teams that has been going, been going through a rebuild, but looks to be on the rise is the San Francisco Giants. Now they've been relatively quiet the past off season, couple off seasons, especially. Um, as they continue to build up their farm system and, and they continue to build up their, their lineup as well. But they did go out and they picked up Aaron Sanchez uh, to kind of help solidify this, uh, this rotation, which it looks like he's going to make the opening day roster still not for certain, but um, more than likely he'll probably be on the opening day roster. Uh, they did, you know, resign uh, Kevin Gooseman. So he'll, Either Kevin Gooseman or Johnny Cueto will be your opening day starter. We didn't see too much Johnny Cueto last year because I believe he spent most of the season injured. So, um, you know, one, two, and three. And they did bring in Anthony Dilaskanafi. I can never pronounce his his name right. It's it's a tongue twister. But uh, they brought him as well to kind of help with the middle part of this rotation. So, and of course, you do have, uh, you know, in the bullpen. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, Matt Wiesler is going to be in there kind of anchoring uh, the middle and latter part of the innings for the bullpen. Jake McGee will be out there closing. Buster Posey is back after opting out in 2020. So it'd be good to see him back. And then the, the uh, Giants went out and brought back, uh, excuse me, brought in and signed Tommy LaStella, who was with the Athletics last season. So he's in there. He'll be, probably be your opening day second baseman for your Padres. I mean, excuse me, for your Giants. Still talking about the Padres here, but. Uh, and then you've got uh, Evan Longoria, uh, Brandon Crawford will be there. Um, you know, you've got Mike, Mike Yastrzemski is going to be out there in, in the outfield. Now in left field, I kind of have, it's either between, you know, uh, Alex Dickerson or Austin Slater. I really think Austin Slater will probably be the better choice in left field. Um, that's just 
my personal opinion, it's just a matter of, you know, who wins that opening spot. So, but I think the the Giants will kind of be, um, they'll finish third. Now, unfortunately, there is going to be no extended uh, playoffs this season. So we won't be able to see a, um, a team that's second or third in the division actually make it to the postseason. So, but I see the Giants on the move. They're still maybe one or two years away from uh, contending in the in the West, but the Giants still look good. They still have a lot of thing, a lot of good guys uh, in the mix that can come up in the farm system if they need to help out. So, um, look for the Giants to kind of start to rise, but uh, especially here in the West, and then uh, to kind of round out this you know, West preview. You've got either the Diamondbacks or the Giants. Now, it can go either way, honestly. But I really think that in this West, it's going to be the the Diamondbacks finish out the number four spot. Um, They still have Madison Bumgarner in there in in that rotation. So it's going to be exciting to see him in there. Uh, Hopefully, um, Zach Gallen can get off to a good start this, this, uh, this spring. Um, they still, they brought in Joachim Soria to kind of help solidify the closing spot in the bullpen. Chris Davinsky was added to their bullpen as well. He's a good pitcher, uh, coming over from the Astros. So the Astros didn't resign him. So they brought in, uh, the Diamondbacks brought in Chris Davinsky. So he's, he's definitely one that will kind of help in this bullpen when called upon. Um, One of the kind of key guys you want to may want to watch with the Diamondbacks is uh, Nick Ahmed and Eduardo Eduardo Escobar, um, even Josh Rojas as well. Those are your shortstop, second baseman, third baseman. Those are two guys that will um, definitely you can keep an eye on. The Diamondbacks also brought in uh, Israel Cabrera, and so uh, to kind of help at third base there. Uh, a lot of good things coming out with uh, Cattell Marte. He's one of the guys that uh, he had a 287 batting average with two home runs last season, but he is one of those players that is on the rise for the Diamondbacks. So it's something a player to definitely keep an eye on there. And then, of course, Cole, Cal- Cole Calhoun as well. So um, Diamondbacks are still several years away from contending in the West, in my opinion, but uh, they will be the team that will kind of round out this West vision. I think uh, they're definitely better than the Colorado Rockies. Uh, the Colorado Rockies had a rough, rough off season to say the least. They did not make many uh, signings. They traded away their top third baseman and Nolan Arenado, who is now with the Cardinals. So they really didn't do anything to kind of help the, the organization. Um, Kind of the same thing we saw going into the 2020 season. The the Rockies were a team that were very, very, very quiet, and it showed again this this off season. Um, <clears throat> you know they do have Trevor Story in there. They're they're prized uh, free agent to to be shortstop. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with him if they try to extend him or if they let him go after the 2021 season. But the rotation is going to be kind of, uh, you got Herman Marquez and Kyle Freeland to kind of uh, solidify their one-two positions. John Gray, 
who can definitely come in and give you some good, valuable innings uh, to kind of help take the pressure off this bullpen because this bullpen is not going to be one of the best in Major League Baseball. That's just my opinion. Um, you know, like I mentioned, you, you do have Trevor Story and Charlie Brockman is going to be back. He's also a free agent this coming off after this 2021 20, season. So the Rockies are going to be uh, in full rebuild, rebuild mode, uh, especially with the loss of Nolan Arenado now and more than likely the loss of Trevor Story and Charlie Brockman after the end of this season as well. So, But uh, that's going to be kind of where we're at right now with the West. The West is going to be something, uh, like I mentioned before, it's going to be fun to watch. I, I think uh, we're going to see either the, the Dodgers or the Padres take the West. I think um, the Dodgers will be on top. I think it will be Padres, I mean, Dodgers, Padres, Giants, Diamondbacks, and Rockies to round out the West. So, but uh, it's definitely one to to watch because we don't know exactly what's going to, how are things going to play out. It, we've all been wrong before. So, but that's kind of a quick National League West preview. Uh, if you have any questions or you think uh, your team might have performed better than, than what I think, send me a message. Send me a voicemail to the ripgriffishow.com. You click on the blue microphone and I will talk about and answer your questions on the air. So, or you can, or you, like I said, follow the show at Rip Griffin Show. So that's going to do it for this episode, this NL West preview. I hope you enjoyed it. And remember to head on over to the Podcast City Network where you can find all the amazing podcast shows. So that's going to do it for this episode. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Rip Griffin Show. Make sure to subscribe to the show on all the major podcast platforms. Follow Rip on Twitter at RipGriffin2.